Raise your hand if you're tired of getting pitched in DMs. I know I get way too many messages to either be a brand ambassador for companies I've never heard of, creepy men, or women who I've never had a conversation with online. Now, I know social media is about selling, but personally, I want you to date me before you pitch something to me because I'm not going to commit if I don't know you. But the icky messages like that is the reason we all avoid co-outreach, right? Well, I think you're going to change your mind about that after this episode. I'm going to be chatting with my podcast buddy, Elena Ciccatelli of the Side Gig Central Podcast. And she's going to share some tips with us that are going to help us improve our sales strategy using co-outreach messages. And she also shares a tool that I know nothing about. Can you believe that? But it's going to help us with this outreach effort and it's free. So grab a pen and paper and get ready to take notes during my chat with Elena in episode number 69. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. So I'm excited because I am going to be talking to one of my podcast and side gig besties that I met on Instagram. I love her approach and her mentality because she's also a big believer in bootstrapping your business and working smarter. So let me tell you who I'm talking about. It is Elena Ciccatelli, and she's a sales coach that helps service-based entrepreneurs sign new clients by leveraging sales systems. So of course, we're going to be talking about an aspect of sales that everyone needs to know about, and that is code outreach. But before we dive into that with more details, Elena, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and your podcast. Yes. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. Huge fan of your show. Um, but yeah, I, uh, as you said, I'm a sales coach. I, I love helping service-based businesses not only get more out of their sales strategy, but do it in a way that feels good for them, in a way that's going to help them grow their business. And as you had mentioned, I'm a huge fan of bootstrapping. Um, So I also am a huge believer in being able to grow your network in this really weird time that we're in right now. Everything is virtual. Everything is online, but doing it in a way that's not going to feel quote unquote salesy. So um, I have a podcast, as you mentioned, it's called the Side Geek Central Podcast. Um, Shannon was a guest on the show. So uh, very, uh, very easy to implement tips that you can use for your online business. Awesome. So definitely make sure that you subscribe to Elena's podcast because she has some amazing guests on there and she shares some valuable tips that you need to know. So 
let's just dive right into this topic because one, all of us are not sales people. So this probably is a weak point for, I would say probably a good 90% of us because we know we've all got the, the salesy or the sleazy sales message or one that just really kind of turned us off because we didn't know the person. So being that that's the case, tell us what exactly is cold outreach for those that don't know. Yeah, exactly. So cold outreach is reaching out to a prospect that you have qualified ahead of time that could potentially uh, be a great customer for you who you would be able to solve their problem, but you have no prior relationship with them. You are reaching out cold, right? So uh, normally when I speak with my clients, they'll say, oh, all of my leads are coming from referrals, right? So that's kind of like a warm introduction. You're able to, uh, you know, take some of the uh, points that you may have uh, had a reference point with one of your uh, past clients, and then they give you a nice warm introduction. This is not that, (laughs) right? So cold outreach is a little bit more complex because you are reaching out to somebody that you don't know. And at the end of the day, trying to win their business. But before you even get to the win your business part, you have to establish a relationship with a, a lot of people find this to be, uh, kind of just weird and just have a ton of salesy vibes around it, but it really doesn't have to be that way. And the, the other, the other point I wanted to mention too here is there's a lot of chatter and a lot of talk about how just cold outreach is very old fashioned. It doesn't work and you shouldn't waste your time doing it. But I actually have a different approach to that because my philosophy is more like, you know, are all of the clients that are ever going to work with you in the entire lifespan of your business, are they already on your email list? Are they already following you on social? Are they already watching your stories, going to your clubhouse rooms? Probably not, (laughs) right? You probably are missing a huge piece of your sales strategy by staying close into the, well, I'm just going to service the referrals and the inbound leads that just come to me and that are attractive to me. Cause that's, that's something that I, I feel a little bit more in control with. And I think the, the bigger issue is people just, just feel, ah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to approach this, this cold strategy. So that's, that's kind of the background, um, around why I'm so passionate about teaching people how to use cold outreach in, in a way that feels good for them. No, and I love that because people really don't know where to start this process or they think they know where to start it and their approach is just totally incorrect. So what tips can you give us to start making these connections or, you know, do the cold outreach, but in a way that's not salesy and that everyone can be comfortable with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the the biggest thing here to remember is that good cold outreach is thoughtful, it's well-researched, and it's personalized, okay? If you could take those three things and create something that does not at all, um, you know, interfere with any of those pillars, then you are good. You have just created a really good cold outreach campaign. So just to give you an example, 
email is just an, just an easy example of what I'm talking about here. So um, if you are in the B2C business, right, and you may have an email address of someone that could potentially be a good fit for you. Now, of course, adhering to all of the canned spam rules and emailing of that, of that nature, but um, it's like, okay, what do I, what do I write? I have, a, I have a blank slate. So here's a couple tips that are going to help you. Um, the first is you make sure that your subject line is short and that it's personalized. Um, I do this a lot um, working with uh, companies B2B. And the more that you personalize the subject line, the more you're going to get a, uh, an open rate. And you're also going to have a better uh, response rate as well. Um, keep it short guys. Like don't, don't write a huge long story. They're going to see this wall of text and then they're just going to bail or don't add attachments to your email. Nobody's going to read your attachments. They don't know you. You are trying to just establish rapport. You're trying to establish a relationship. So just keep it short, keep it very, very concise and have at least just one, one call to action at the end. Don't litter it up with a whole bunch of different links and uh, different actions that you want them to take. Just keep it very clean, very simple. One line, you know, uh, respond back with the word yes, or, um, you know, another one too, or one really popular one is click here to book time on my calendar, something of that nature, one clear CTA, um, so that you're able to, uh, cut through a lot of the fluff. And then one little secret weapon that I do have, and that is the, uh, the congratulatory cold email. And I love the congratulatory cold email because, it shows that you are in the know, that you researched a little bit about this person and you are taking an interest in getting to know them. So for example, if they recently have won an award, they were published somewhere, they were on a podcast episode, they, um, you know, there's a whole range of things that you can take as an example and cite that in your email and say, hey, Shannon, I, I heard you were on uh, this podcast. I loved your message and make it very, very personalized. You can also start to name drop too. If you know, it's like maybe a connection of a connection. Um, add that in as well, because that adds in another layer of credibility. Um, but what I love about that email is that if you end it correctly, with a question inviting a, a conversation instead of a, hey, I need you to do this for me right now thing. It's like, who are you? I don't even know you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> let's invite a conversation into it first. And maybe it's a question about, hey, I know you are really big into productivity tips for mompreneurs. I've been asking a lot of people in this industry this particular question, fill in the blank. And, and then that way you're inviting a conversation and it's not just, hey, I need something from you. Yes. And I love those tips because one word came to my mind as you were sharing them. Strategy. Well, two words, strategy and purpose. It's like, what is the purpose of you reaching out to the person? Because sales may not always necessarily mean that you directly want that person to buy from you, but you may just be trying to tap into their network and make some new connections. But you've got to know that ahead of time before you start your outreach. And I really love your point about personalization and research. 
I have gotten messages for people pitching for me to help me put systems in place. Like, really, did you read anything that I did? <laughs> They're probably not. I mean, it says it clearly in your bio, what you do. And that's the other thing too. I think the, the biggest part of cold outreach that scares people is because they've been on the other side of it. They've gotten those cold DMs, those cold emails, and they know how it made them feel as being on the receiving end of it. So they're like, oh, well, I don't want to come off in that weird way, right? So, okay, yeah, then don't do that, (laughs) right? There's another approach that you can take. There's another way that you can go about it. And I can't even tell you the amount of uh, just open space that this brings to your business because, again, like, I love the idea of attraction marketing. I love the idea of putting out content that's helping your ideal customer. Please continue to do that. This is not a replacement for those things that you may already be doing in your business, but instead it's something to round out your, your strategy that might have some like mindset fears wrapped around it. Awesome. So now someone may be thinking, oh, this sounds really good, but I'm afraid that this is going to take up time that I don't have. So what part of this outreach process can be automated to save time? Yes, I love that you bring this up. So one of my favorite tips for this is if you are a Gmail user, there is a tool called Gmas, and it is an email merge tool that you can uh, put into your your Gmail inbox. And what happens is that it works like a drip campaign. And it you can, for all intents and purposes, put, you know, up to, I think for the free account, you get up to 25 email addresses to put into a drip campaign at one time. Um, but from there, you use Google Sheets. You can drop all those email addresses into Google Sheets. It'll transfer it over um, to their Google magic that they do. You can personalize the fields, the first name. Maybe it's you're personalizing the... The, the purpose of the email, whatever that may be, those personalizations, those fields are going to be in Google Sheets. That's going to pull from Google Sheets. You're going to put that in there and then you can set your account, you know, for every couple of days, the next email is going to trigger. The next email is going to trigger if they, in fact, do not answer, um, answer the email. Oh, now, you know, I'm about to go do some research on this because this is one Gmail tool that I didn't know about. So I've got to. Yes. Yes, it's yeah, it's it's GMAS and I use it religiously and it has just it is absolutely turned my business around like it. um, It's so funny that we that not a lot of people know about this because it is a free tool. There is a a way that you can make it paid. Um, But if you're uncomfortable or if you don't use Gmail, Um, and you have maybe your own uh, email domain or some other email domain, Um, I do encourage you to uh, use your email service provider. And uh, if you can segment your audience, and then from that segmentation that you have, you can start adding in emails in a drip campaign. And they can be in those follow-up emails, by the way, they need to be short. They need to be to the point. I only like to use one sentence 
Um, you know, one of my famous lines that I like to use is bumping my email to the top of your inbox to talk about X. Hope all is well, my name, right? It's really, really that simple. But to your point, you know, it does get cumbersome if it's not automated, if it's not in a system. So um, there's a, di- a, a bunch of different ways that you can go about setting it up. Yeah, and this is actually good, especially um, something I can use and get my clients to use and teach them how to use it because the majority of them may have like an email marketing platform they use, whether it's MailerLite or MailChimp or, you know, ConvertKit or whatever. But the majority of them, I also have them start working through a Google workspace. So this would be like the perfect tool for them and especially for following up um, with even people that you may come in contact with or want to connect with through networking events. Like this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like I said, you know, there's, there's just a lot of different places we are online, right? So maybe we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Clubhouse, it's like, how do we bring all of those connections that you have into one spot that you own, by the way, I know we're always talking about like, ownership of, of that data. So if you can, and Again, yes, it is a lot of work on the front side, but go ahead and hire Shannon to help you do this. Um, But (laughs) it does take a lot of like, you know, work in the beginning, but it's so worth it to smooth it out so that you're able to just run with it. So if you say you have a new campaign that you want to, you have something that you want to start promoting beginning of Q2, you have your system set up already. You just have to come up with the, the content for you to just get this thing going on autopilot. This is great. And these have been some great tips in just a short amount of time, which no surprise. I knew it was going to be because you're full of sales tips with yourself. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you, Shannon. I try. (laughs) So now I have a bonus question. Now, this is a little bit more personal. I want to know one routine or system in your life or in your business that you cannot live without. Ooh, a system that I cannot live without. Oh, I'm I'm such a big Trello girl. I really am. I know Ooh. that you're also a fan of Trello as well. Uh, but yeah, I just I I have a lot of uh, random thoughts for content, a lot of random um, ideas for my clients that I just think of on the fly. And I love the fact that I can just pull out the app just start a new card. And like, I have all these different columns for, you know, content for clients, for workflow. And I can just go in there, put in whatever I'm thinking on the fly. And it's magically going to be on my desktop and ready and waiting for me to do something with it and (laughs) actually like formulate into a full idea. Because I think, um, you know, especially as online business owners, we're automatically, we have to be content creators too. Unless you have your business is like fully capitalized and you have a ton of money to like do a lot of outsourcing, at least in the beginning part, you are the content creator. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have these ideas at random times as you're you know, living your life and not in front of the computer, they're going to hit you at random times. So I love Trello for that helps me stay organized. And it's one I cannot live without Trello. I love it so much. Yes, you are definitely my people because you know, I put everything in Trello. (laughs) That's it. I know you even do meal planning on Trello, which I think is awesome. 
Yes, I do. And it helps me save money, especially with grocery shopping. I keep food inventory. Like I can go on and on and on about Trello, but anyway. (laughs) Yes. So where can my audience find you online? Yeah, absolutely. Well, they can uh, go and find me on Instagram. I'm there way too much. Uh, It's at sidegig underscore central. Um, Just starting to dip my toe in the water in Clubhouse. You can find me there at elena.c. Of course, sidegigcentral.com. You can go listen to the podcast. And that's, that's really everything as of this moment. (laughs) Okay. And I am going to put links to all those places in the show notes. So you all can listen to the podcast and connect with Elena online. We talk in DMs all the time. So that's it. That's it. Do the same. So thank you again for sharing these tips and joining us today for this conversation, Elena. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you so much for letting me be on your show. I love your show. I love yours too. So, okay. Have a good one. You too. Well, thank you for tuning in today. I hope the tips that Elena shared has inspired you to at least try doing cold outreach the right way, because this really is going to be a game changer. Now, if you would like to connect with Elena on Instagram, the link to her profile as well as her podcast is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please let me know. Take a screenshot post in an Instagram stories and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. And remember, you are more than enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamline. <laughs>